Good morning, good morning, my friends. So for the Anglos, yesterday, you didn't see what happened after I gave the podcast in English. Just as soon as we began the podcast in French, we had a dog attack. It looked like the end of the world. Uh, so today I'm in control here with Benji, Bella, Gucci, and Charlie. And just in case you don't know, I have a cat at home. And as of yesterday, I have another cat that somebody left off at my house. So if you didn't see the pictures, go see the story, a beautiful cat. And I will bet you a nickel that we will be and that we will be keeping this cat. What do you think, Marie-Pierre? So all night long, you know what you heard last night, Melissa? Wow, the two cats all night long. <laughs> all right, my friends, welcome. Today we're, we're going to be covering the part of the book. A, you know, we thought we would do the entire chapter in one podcast. We are now on the second podcast with the same chapter. And tomorrow, maybe, third podcast, third podcast with the same chapter. And maybe we will close it off tomorrow. Maybe. We'll see tonight with Marie-Pierre and Melanie. She will be joining us tomorrow, Melanie. And I love this segment because when it says, put your dreams to the test, I realize that it is so important to be working within our strengths. Okay. As soon as we start working just for a paycheck, you know how many people don't like their jobs and still keep going at that job. That is for me the real definition of hard work. But before we dive into the subject, look, Marie-Pierre, before we dive into the subject and really diving, please let's take two minutes to share. And this is what I would love for you to write as a title just before sharing. Nobody reads the fine print on achieving your dreams. Did you read yours? Okay. And share it. And now share. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be sending this podcast directly today to my brother. <laughs> Why? Because uh, a lot of people dream, 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 but don't understand the price that needs to be paid to achieving our dreams. That being said, the second thing I want to say to you before diving again into the subject is, uh, is your pod being opened? Okay, make sure it's opened and you'll see that at the bottom, on the right-hand side, there's hearts. We need you to, as soon as the, the seconds are over, go click. It gives us points. And the third thing I would love, yes, for you guys to do is if you haven't joined yet the group Inspirational, the Millionaires of the Diamonds, please go. Uh, we have Jacqueline Stockley. I said it yesterday and I'll say it again. She deposits, deposits a wealth of knowledge. Like this woman knows what um, podcasts are about or the stuff we need to read, the stuff we need to learn, the exercises we need to do. It's like Marie-Pierre, she's part of the podcast, but incognito in the background. Okay. Thank you very much, Jacqueline. And I want to, of course, thank you so much, Lise and Matthew for making, um, it very intentional to welcoming everybody on the pod bean. That also is important. So once again, what makes the podcast a millionaire of the diamonds a success is all of you guys. Yes. All right, guys. So let's dive in. Uh, and let if you're taking notes, leaning in with me, one of the notes I would write down, nobody wants to read the fine print in dreams. What is the fine print? 
when it comes to your dreams. <laughs> Are you ready, guys? The fine print of reality is number one, the journey will take longer than you hoped. See, nobody reads that little fine print, okay? Now, those that are 40 years old and above, you know exactly what I'm talking about. What else does the fine print say that nobody reads? The obstacles will be more numerous than you believed. What else does the fine print says when achieving your dreams? Well, it says the disappointments will be greater than you expected. And there's going to be a lot of times you'll be crying all alone in your office in a little ball in the corner because you thought it was going to happen this year. And on the contrary, it was the most horrible year of all times. Okay. What else does the little fine print say? The fine print says the lows will be much lower than you ever could have imagined. And the last thing the little fine print says and this comes from the bottom of my heart, the price that you will be paying to achieving your dreams will be so much higher than anticipated. You, you have no clue how big the price is to pay to achieving your dreams. Now, once again, for those that know me personally, I will always remind you that the price we pay to be mediocre is much greater than the price we pay to be successful. So there is going to be a price to pay, whether you're not, whether or not you're going after your dreams. Since we're going to pay a price, let me encourage you to pay the price of achieving your dreams. Well, all, with, with all this working against you, it is of the utmost importance that you depend on factors within your control. Manik, pull it out. I am responsible. Okay, within your circle of influence and taking responsibility. Thank you, Monique. <laughs> taking responsibility to achieving your dreams. Don't overlook the fine print. R write that fine print everywhere. The journey will be longer than expected. The obstacles will be greater. The disappointments will be much greater than anticipated. The lows will be lower than imagined and the price will be much higher than anticipated. Like make sure, you know what guys, it's actually part of your conditioning. You should actually write it in your conditioning. So you're never discouraged. This, this is why I've been going at this business for 41 years. When people hear that I'm in sales in a multi-level marketing business and it's 41 years I'm there, uh, other business owners, they all look at me and they go, oh my God, how do you do it? I know, I know, I know, I know. How do I do it? Well, I've always read the fine print and I've always been very aware of what needs to be uh, done in order to achieve our next level of success. But if you ignore the fine print, at some point, reality will stop you in your tracks and you will not be able to take another step forward in your journey. So it's a journey. So how do you respond to reality? Well, let's look at my parents who immigrated here towards the, the late 1960s. They dreamed of coming to North America because they were told that, that the streets were paved in gold. We actually have a joke, an Italian joke. You've got to be Italian to really laugh it, but I'll, I'll say it to you anyways. So the guy comes off the plane, but it's a joke, right? So they say the guy comes off the plane, the Italian guy comes off the plane and he is rolling on the floor a $50 bill. As he goes to bend down to pick it up, 
when he arrived to, to North America, he says, oh, today I have a sore back. I'll begin tomorrow working, okay? Now, I just want you to understand that this, this is not reality because when they got to America, not only did they find that money wasn't rolling on the floor and that the streets were not paved of gold, they in fact, one, realized that the streets were not paved in gold, two, the streets were not paved at all, and three, they would be paving the streets. <laughs> and that's not what they saw when they came here. Reality sinked in for my parents. They didn't book a ticket to go back to Italy. You see, this is what you need to understand. You don't go backwards, they move forwards. They got to work and they made themselves alive a lifestyle that they dreamed of. So yes, they worked in the manufactories and then from there they had a hobby. Usually your hobby is your strength. Usually your hobby is your strength. So in my mother's case, it was sewing. So that hobby of sewing made her the extra money they needed. And my dad's hobby was mechanics, repairing cars. So yes, they worked in the manufactories, but on the side, Every hour over eight hours work, remember? Every hour over eight hours is the hour you're working for your dreams. That money allowed them to buy their first home, clear their mortgage, and the rest is history. By 1976, they were multi-millionaires, and they arrived here with zero dollars in their pockets. Our desires can be so strong that sometimes they distort our picture of reality. That is, what happens to many people who, are, that's the same thing that happens to many people who audition, like we've talked about, for American Idol. Instead of changing themselves or their dream, they hope reality will change to accommodate them. This does not happen. The key is to balance the boldness of dreaming with the reality you are in right now. So can you assess in which reality you are in right now? What is your reality check? Yes, reach for the stars, but at the same time, base what you do on your strengths and other factors within your control. Stay within your circle of influence. I am responsible. Once again, I want to underline four people. The first one I mentioned yesterday was Julie Chayet. You know, when she saw her directors uh, uh, losing their titles because, you know, the business, Tupperware business wasn't rolling the same way it was in 2020. Well, Julie stayed within her strengths. She's a great salesperson. She stayed within her circle of influence. And this year, she is in the top 10 best earners and has achieved the highest income ever. Let's take the month of December. I have directors that didn't make their numbers. Uh, you know, I call them team numbers where they have a whole team to work with them. And yet, on the other hand, you have Valerie Lapensee, you have Nathalie Brochu, and you have Jessica Pichet, who not only achieved the 25,000 personal sales and 25 recruits for one trip to the Moon Palace Cancun, but hang on a second, all three beat the all-time record of 29,500 in personal sales. So, you know, how do we wrap our minds around same business, same month of December, same catalog, same brochure, same opportunity. What happened? Well, 
These people stayed focused on reality and what they could have done. So remember, this could have been you at 29,500, bringing home two trips for free to the Moon Palace valued at $4,000 if you wanna buy two trips, guys. Okay, the more concerned you become with things you can't control, the less you will do to improve the things that you can control. Definitely, these four people stayed within their circle of influence. I am responsible, didn't wait on a team to make their numbers. They said, I'm going to make them myself. And when you do this, you start living. When you start relying on others, you will live in fantasy world. Yes, the more unrealistic your dreams, the more you depend on things that you cannot control to make your dreams reality. So let's take a look at ourselves, okay? To achieve your dreams, you must, one, work hard. So if you're leaning in, write it down, one, I must work hard. And number two, I must play on my strengths. And I'm going to give you concrete examples without mentioning names. It's going to be so hard, Marie-Pierre, okay? So we used to have this phenomenal director with us, an extraordinary director. In her first 18 months, she achieved her first $150,000 of income. And then she got promoted as a business leader. They convinced her that this was one of her strengths. They convinced her that because she was a great director, she would be a great business leader. And even though she was told that that was not her strength, vanity sets in, and sometimes you're going for a title not understanding the price to pay. Well, the price was a very hefty one because she went from $50,000 of income to $5,000 of income and doubling her expensive. How about this other director that was also with us, that is no longer with us? Great entrepreneur. She had all the flashy lifestyle and then, you know, she went corporate. Six months later, they fired her. You can't possibly go corporate and think that you're going to run the corporation. If you go corporate, you have to say, yes, sir, and aha, do you want me to jump? Obviously, she played on her vanity too. She didn't look at, it is not one of my strengths to take orders. And the last one I want to mention, because I can go on and on and on, is a phenomenal salesperson. I mean, she could literally sell a refrigerator to an Eskimo. But wanted to coach and mentor because, you know, the, it was the style. You know, Monique, before you would follow uh, these trainings and then you became a coach. But it's not one of your strengths because to be a coach and mentor, you must be humble. <laughs> but when your coaching and mentoring is all about me, I, and myself, and because you're vain, uh, you go from zero, from hero to zero. So, Please understand, you need to build your dreams on your real strengths. And to better explain this, let's go off to Marie-Pierre. Oops. Thank you, Maria. So, yes, we have to understand. Oh, I can hear myself. Okay, so <laughs> thank you. So, yes, we have to understand why we want to work with our strengths. So, yes, we want to change that focus because, yes, the 1st of January, it's coming soon 
And I know with the 1st of January come always the motivation to set the new goals for the new year. But just remember last year or the year before or the year before that. So how many of us felt defeated only two or three weeks into the new year? Probably, <laughs> but perhaps not reaching the initial initial target we set ourselves or falling short of our expectation or maybe even falling to get started on our goal pursuit in the first place. So often the issue is not down to our lack of drive or passion, but more that our focus when initially setting our goal was misplaced. So are you focusing on your strength when you set your goal? So are you uh, focusing on what the, the thing that you love to do? Are you building on your strength? Building on your dream, on your strength is vit vitally important. So what are your strengths? Do you know it? <laughs> do you know your strength at the beginning? So do you think with your heart or with your head? Are you a risk taker or do you like to play it safe? Do you connect with people easy or do better when manipulating data or numbers? So do you know your strength? So of course, it's not something that you say, okay, yes, I have everything written now, I'm ready. Maybe not. <laughs> Instead, or maybe if you already worked on that uh, in the past, but if you need some help, I found a beautiful website that you can do a test. It took uh, a little bit more than 15, 20 minutes to do it. It's a lot of questions. I think it's a hundred questions <laughs> that they, <laughs> they ask you to determine what is your uh, what are your strengths so i did it this morning just to have an idea if it's a good test or not and yes it's really good the questions are really good and you will see it's really fun to do so for me the five that uh, came uh, out of this test number one is discernment so thinking about things well and examine all aspects of them are important point of my personality number two was the kindness and generosity Number three was precaution, prudence, and discretion. Number four was honesty, integrity, and sincerity. And number five was creativity, ingenuity, and originality. So I think, okay, that's good. I can work with that when I will write my 100 goal at the beginning of the year. So I really love that I had the chance to do it. So I really encourage you to do this test. So I will drop the link uh, on the group, Eliminant des Amants Inspirational Group, just to do the test. So you have those five strengths. So when you do the list, you can say, okay, is it in my uh, strength or is it in my weaknesses? Because yes, you have to work with your strength. So why you want to work with your strength and dream, uh, you're building your dream. So there's six points. So number one, is working with your strength with avoid the, the, all the preoccupation with the weaknesses because our life experience at school, with family, with an organization, in sport, have shaped our thought process to the extent that we believe that we need to identify our deficiencies and seek to correct them. So in a work context, many of us will be familiar with the, um, the scenario that where the feedback has been gather and play back to us, highlighting our shortcoming with the aim of setting a personal development plan address, addresses this gap. So this line of thinking has become so second nature to many of us that we set our personal goal and aspiration focused on fixing our weaknesses. 
So when you're working on issues that might be holding us back in work and in relationship in life, yes, it's good, but overly focusing on changing certain lesser elements of ourselves will never be as powerful as investing our strength in our strength its personal improvement is what we seek. Number two is the amplification effect of our strength. So the strength, our true strength, are so much more than things that we are naturally good at. They are things that we can do better, faster, and more efficiently than other people who don't possess those same strengths. So they are the value we can bring to the group, to the team and community. So they energize us and give us our sparks. They build our self-esteem. They make us feel good and in the zone. So when we are using them, uh, we feel so much better. So in this way, playing to our strength will not only, not only help us achieve our goal quicker, but and more efficiently but it's also highly beneficial for our well-being number three is the, the strength based development because research has shown that people who are able to identify their strength and put these to regular use in ways are happier and they have increased vitality they have increased their self-esteem and perform better so a small shift in focus can bring a step change in your success Number four is building on your strength will activate the law of the least effort. So when you build on your strength, the activity using those strength come more easily to you. So when people are going with their strength and working in their sweet spot, they work and the work they do is simple and easy. However, when they focus on the, the effort on the area of weakness, what they do is complex and difficult. So to achieve your dream, you have to build on your strength. So it's the 80-20 rules that you maybe already know. <laughs> so it came from Vilfredo Pareto. <laughs> so <laughs> he realized that in most aspects of life, 20% of what we do makes up 80% of the result. So yes, it applies to the strength. So by using your strength for that 20% of work, you will get 80% closer to achieving your goal. So not only that, but you will enjoy doing the work way more and everything uh, will happen more quickly and easily too. Number five is building on your strength will enable consistently good results. So dreams don't, uh, don't come true because a person does something well once in a while. Success isn't an event, it's a lifestyle. So dreams are fulfilled when someone performs with excellence day after day. So that comes only if you work within your area of strength. So in the book, John tells us this story. He said, okay, for example, I love golf, but it's not in my strength zone. So from time to time, I can hit a great shot. And I specifically recall doing that once in 1987. <laughs> I would be a fool to try to make a living by playing golf. So yes, you cannot achieve success without consistency and you cannot achieve consistency if you are working outside of your strength. So they are all the talent, you have to achieve a big dream. So following your talent will give you the greatest chance to be consistently in what you do. And number six, the last one, is building on your strength will give you the highest return. So successful people always put their time, energy, and resources into their strength because they receive the highest return from it. So people can improve a talent only a certain amount. So it has uh, in the observation 
that we have the potential for growth in a talent area is about two points out of 10. So if I am average in an area, let's say I'm a five, I may be, be able to become a six or a seven by working hard in that area. Occasionally, an exceptional person can move up to three points and become an eight, but people don't achieve dream in area that they are naturally a four or a five. So if you want to achieve a dream, you need to work in an area where you start with a seven or an eight. So then you work hard and you can truly become exceptional. So that's it for the sixth point. So now we understand why we absolutely have to know our strength and to work with it. And just to know it, start with that. So you can start after that your list of 100 goals for the new year, but keeping in mind what is your strength. So let's have some fun. All right, Marie-Pierre, we're going to go, okay? So I want you to identify quickly on uh, those that are on Facebook, right on Facebook, those on Podbeam, right on Podbeam, those on Zoom, right on Podbeams. It's good? <laughs> okay. So what would you say your first three strengths are? And I'll help you a little bit, okay? So go ahead. Let's write it down. Let's encourage everyone to start identifying them, okay? Here's a few I'm going to shoot out to you. Uh, some of the strengths we may have is the, str the strength or the gift of courage, determination, joy, communication, empathy, time management, hardworking, cooking, finance, uh, organization, kindness, compassion. Okay. Did you figure out your first three? Okay. Did some of you write down your first three? Come on, guys. I need you to be fast here. Okay, so Marie-Pierre, your first three would be? So my first three, if I go with the, my test that I did this morning, so the first one is discernment, the second one is my generosity, and the third one was uh, um, the prudence and precaution. Okay, I love it. Okay, so you identified the first three. Now push yourself a little bit more. Let's go with, with you know, three more, three more. And I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to give you here a few ideas. I'm great at networking. I'm great at inspiring. I'm great at motivating. I've got a great ability to meet people. I'm good at learning new things. I'm great at giving. Okay, do you have three more that you just identified? Let's have fun. Anybody else? Let me see if people are writing it down here on Podbeam. Three more. You, Marie-Pierre, three more. Okay, three more. So I have uh, honesty and integrity, creativity and ingenuity, and number six was uh, equity and justice. Okay, so there you go. So we start identifying them. Great, great. Okay, let's go for three more. Are you ready for three more? We'll be at nine. So it could be humor. It could be, you know, you, you level up. You can be an example of self-accomplishment. You're loving, caring, sensitive, laughter. Uh, you believe in others. You, you give hope. You empower others. You're a gatherer of people. Okay, did you get, did you get three more going? Did you get three more? Identify three more. Marie-Pierre, what would you say now? Okay, so I have perseverance, assiduity, and optimism. Okay, I love it. Now, one more. Let's say I want you to leave this morning. You're going to be on the podcast. Might as well have an advantage, right? You're going to leave with your 10 gifts, your 10 uh, things that if you do, it will come easy to you. So one more, one more. Let me help you out again. Are you resilient, optimistic? Are you a strategist, communicator? Uh, do you love reading? Do you have high energy? Are you perseverant? Are you a visionary, goal setter, uh, goal setting, focus, patient? One more, one more, Marie-Pierre. What would it be for you? Okay, so the one more they say uh, for uh, wisdom. So in perspective, they say. <laughs> 
Okay, so here you have it. Build on your strengths. You just identified 10. Okay, so let's start 2023 with those 10. The process will take time. I mean, to achieve your dreams, it's going to take time. For me, it's been a 41-year journey. We've had our downs, we've had our ups, and after every down, the next up was upper than the last uppest. Hey, my English, Monique. Thank God Melanie Miller's not here. Woo! Okay, people who achieve success love what they do and they do it well. You need to be working with these 10 gifts you just identified. Okay, because at the end of the day, success is making money. So you achieve financial freedom. That means that you are debt free. You have a house, you own a building, you own something mortgage free, and you have enough money to help somebody else out. That's the definition of success. Okay, don't distort it. When people are going with their strengths and working on, working in their sweet spot, the work they do is simple and easy. So start now, start today by focusing on your strengths. So why I love multi-level marketing business, Tupperware to be specific, it's because it allows me, Monique, to use these 10 that you just identified and use them. Are you guys ready for the ones in Tupperware? 511-511, daily operational systems. I'm going to use my strengths to add five new people to my VIP today. I'm going to use those 10 strengths to recruit one more today. I'm going to use those 10 strengths you just wrote down right now to do my live each day, I'm going to use those 10 strengths right now that I wrote down to communicate with five people on Messenger to follow up and follow through every day. I'm going to be using those 10 strengths every day to do one sale on my VIP. And I'm going to use those 10 points right there to be accountable to somebody who has 10 strengths different from mine. You see, you want to hang out with people that are different from you. So between me and Marie-Pierre, we have each totally different strengths. But together, we have 20. And I'd love to compare with Melissa. And this is the power of teamwork. And this is why I love my multi-level marketing business. And this is why, God willing, for all the years of health I have, I will be here still for a long, long, long time. So, guys, I hope you enjoyed it. Be with us tomorrow. Maybe, maybe, just maybe we'll complete this chapter. Love you guys. For the Francophones, I'll see you tonight. Bye, Monique. Thank you.